0: picked up a great beat on your supercar stereo jazz <laughs> you dig it huh spike well let me wrap up the decimals for you you know it, it, it's just good to see that you know that there's more than just old 15 men in their basements
1: <laughs> i would have waited an eternity
0: for this Kara might have rushed the production of thundercracker to get it out before christmas the car is just trying to beat everyone to the punch now
2: Frankly, I think I'm going to end up buying this. This figure's not overly
3: complicated in design.
2: Has the toy version got a different head
4: spell?
3: Isn't a captain of the Lost Landpost? Post? He's co-captain. <laughs> He's his co <laughs> Yeah, especially considering they cost so much. Alright,
2: uh, let's get down to business, shall we? Hello and welcome to Off The Shelf. This is the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. This is episode 71. We're recording live on July 29th, 2016. I'm Jason. Joining me tonight, as usual, we have Brad. How are you doing, Brad?
3: I'm deaf. I'm fire. I have the flu. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm here in spirit. I'll, for I'll which I'm,
2: I'm recovering. So, like, I'm actually probably the one who gave it to you last week in Shepparton. I'm, I'm sorry.
3: Good point.
2: Yeah, flu, I know, right?
3: flu-laden pizza. I
2: didn't see that one coming. <laughs> no one <laughs> expects the flu-laden pizza. Uh, joining joining us tonight, we have we have Max coming to us from Adelaide. How are you doing?
4: I'm pretty good. Thanks, Jason. Yourself?
2: I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Um, uh, I, ha, ha, have you got the flu? Because like Brad and I, I have just had the flu got over and, it. Um, uh, yeah.
4: Yeah, I went to Victoria the other week, and Victoria will do that <laughs> I, to you. Yeah.
2: I think I'm seeing the. Uh, I think I'm seeing the, uh, the common thing here. Now uh, we we have a special guest joining us tonight. Ash Whaling is joining us from Tasmania, the southernmost guest that we've ever had on the podcast. How, how are you doing, Ash?
0: <laughs> I do not have the flu, but I do have a rocking case of jet lag, if that counts.
3: Coming back from well, SDC, so you'd just give me a couple more days.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah, you know, at least at least two more days. I was, was going to say, did you pick up a con flu while you were there?
0: See now the two types the con crud or the floor lurgy <laughs> I did not get either of them I don't know how I ate terribly while I was over there I was not a healthy person but I've come back in pretty good shape it's just just the jet lag
3: <laughs> that'll do it
0: It's
3: okay you still <laughs> healthy
0: even my people over there
3: yeah. yeah what's the what's the gestation period on the plane coming back how long's the flight
0: Uh 14 hours it doesn't matter how you slice Ooh. it tailwind leaving early it's It's 14 or more. There's no
3: shorter than that. That's a good good time to get a chest infection. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that recycled (laughs) air. Love it. (laughs) Welcome, sir. Welcome to the show. Good to be here.
2: As we mentioned, which I think may have gotten drowned in a little bit of crosstalk, Ash, you just returned from SDCC. It uh, it, It is great to have you here to talk about all of the happenings and all of the things that you saw there, um, I'm kind of tempted to just skip the rest of the boilerplate and let's just go straight <laughs> to your yeah. Not actually your first time there, was it?
0: No. I, so, obviously, I went to Comic-Con in 2012. Uh, jokingly enough, I said to my wife, when she said, where do you want to go for a honeymoon, I said, I want to go to Comic-Con. I said as a joke and she said, okay, so that happened and obviously in 2012 I had no idea what I was doing I got tickets for two days so that's as much as I got to go and see and after those two days I knew I had to do it again and do it properly so 2016 was my year I got a I actually got a pass to go to every single day including what they call preview night which is a good way to get out on the floor and see a lot of sort of the vendor displays I mean Hasbro particularly and uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't just go to America to get a rockin' case of jet lag. It was Comic-Con. Six or seven rockin' days of it. Bloody
2: hell. Six or seven days. Um, I actually had no idea that SDCC went on that long.
0: Well, technically it, it doesn't, but Comic-Con is such a stupidly massive event that it actually takes over downtown San Diego, both before and after the show. So, I mean, Comic-Con itself is five days. But there's plenty to do outside of the convention itself because, you know, it it takes over the whole city.
2: Mm, Like, every kind of habitable space. You often hear that with conventions.
0: Ah, and and this (laughs) is the convention of conventions. I mean, I've tried to communicate to friends just sort of how big it is. And, I mean, I said to one friend, I said, like, just imagine the biggest gathering you've ever seen and you're talking like, you're talking packs, you're talking Supernova. It's like, take an event like that and then times it by 10 and then times that by 10 and you might be, <laughs> you might be getting a rough idea of sort of what the general kind of numbers of people that you might see at one time is and that's not all the people you can't see.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably about the number of people in one in one uh, one of the halls for one of the panels.
0: Yeah, basically, <laughs> and that's 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 even probably a small panel to be honest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the um? So obviously you, you went you, you had a jam packed schedule going to tons of panels, looking at looking at mm-hmm. the stove floor. Can you give us? I'm I'm not going to say one highlight like your biggest <laughs> highlight because that seems a bit unfair. Can you give us maybe two or three of your top your top highlights?
0: I can say they without a shadow of a doubt, I
2: have either.
0: three highlights. Now, my big thing is voice acting. I love voice actors from movies. I love voice actors from cartoons. I love voice actors from video games. And Comic-Con's one of those events where you're very likely to get those kind of people in one place. Mm-hmm. So
2: That's I'll go into
0: doing. some. I'll probably go into some more stories when it becomes more relevant, but I did get to hang out with Fred Taddeusho. He's a person that I very much... I admire him greatly. Uh, he's currently the voice of the Hulk in pretty much any animated thing you might see. Uh, if you play so he's *Gears the, of War*, guy he's, the
3: Hulk. he's he's he, he's the Hulk voice, like the, the
0: really deep one, high cap, that kind of voice. <laughs> uh, if you ever play *Gears of War*, he's the voice of Damon Baird, the guy with the blue goggles. And if you play *Overwatch*, he's the voice of Soldier 76. Oh, and if you play StarCraft, he's the voice of Zeratul, the, the <laughs> scary Protoss dude who likes to wear a long scarf. So, it's
3: the
0: yeah, doctor? Yeah, I mean, I got to hang out with him for a bit, that was great, and same thing from Overwatch, I got to hang out with a guy by the name of Darren DePaul, he's a broad range voice actor, uh, he's the voice of Reinhardt from Overwatch. He's also done some voice roles in World of Warcraft, and if you play Hearthstone, he is the voice of the... Uh, what is it? Dark Iron Brawler. Either way, if you play Hearthstone, you probably know that there's a terrifying card where somebody yells out, Hey, everyone, get in here! And then it all goes downhill from there. And that's him as well. <laughs> yeah. So I I, I was, I got to hang out with him and tell him just how much he's stressed people out with such a small voice role. It gives people nightmares, so... <laughs> But uh, yeah, the third and final Excellent. one, which I'll love to go into a bit more detail on that in a moment, but it was Steve Bloom, who is the voice of Starscream in Transformers Prime. Oh, very nice. I love he's his role. He's,
2: he's, he's not just Starscream either, is he?
0: He does a couple he does a couple of things. I mean S- Steve Bloom's one of those people that if you look him up, his list of credits is it, it like it's expanding right before your eyes because he seems to do <laughs> never stop working. But, um, yeah, from a Transformers standpoint, I mean, he did, like, Shockwave in the Fall of Cybertron games, but oh, nice. I feel like his, oh, wow. his, his brass ring role is definitely prime Starscream, which is just such a fantastic version of the character.
3: He did. He brought that character to life so well. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be one of the
0: best-acted and well-defined characters that we've had of Starscream. Yeah, Starscream is such a, like, even from the original series, Starscream is such a massive character with just how you have to sort of portray him so it meant that he did a really fresh take that took a lot of influence from sort of G1, but it had his own sort of spin to it. And it was just... He was a weasel. He was a coward. But, you know, he did things when he needed, needed to do them. It was great. So, yeah, seeing him again was just fantastic.
3: Uh, awesome.
2: And, in fact, it's not, actually, it's not actually the first time you've hung out with Steve as well.
3: No. Uh, oh, like no, I so said... Um,
2: like, you, you've got this... You, you, can you bring up that photo there?
0: I can. I can actually... Bring up exactly that photo. I was just, I was just admiring it myself, actually. But uh, I will say one thing: it was the first time that I actually got to get a photo <laughs> with him. Because last time I did this, I was silly enough to not ask him for a photo. Oh. There we Ooh. are. Should be showing on screen shortly. Excellent. Now, I mean, if, if you would like, I, I would love to tell you the story <laughs> behind this photo because it is kind of interesting. So
3: absolutely, go um, for it.
0: I mean, obviously. Comic-Con, like any kind of big conventions, all about panels, uh, you know, going, seeing certain things and seeing certain people. Um, one of the Transformers panels was called Transformers Animation, then and now. And uh, Hasbro actually released a bit of a sizzle reel that went through a lot of the animation. It did highlight very heavily the 1986 movie because obviously it's its 30th year anniversary this year. Now, the panel itself was very much based around Transformers Robots in Disguise, being that that's sort of the big ticket series that they're showing at the moment. Now, I got there nice and early, because with Comic-Con, if you want a good seats, you get there early. And so, Yeah, you've also to get
2: there the night before, don't you?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, depending on how big the panel is, sometimes you need to be there like 12 hours beforehand, mm-hmm. or in my case, I just went to the panel that was before this one in the same room, and then I just didn't leave. <laughs> So when everyone left from that panel, I moved forward, I got myself a nice position behind the projector, you know, I figured it's an animation panel, the projector's probably going to show some nice stuff, and there was a spare seat right next to me. So I sat, and I was on my phone, let's be clear, I was playing Pokemon Go, because that's what everyone was doing.
1: Uh, I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm
0: playing Pokemon Go right now, actually. Yeah. I mean, while that picture's up there, I'm playing it on my phone as well.
2: But, uh... (laughs)
0: I was just sitting, hanging out, waiting for the panel to start. It was a good 10 minutes, and I heard this voice just sort of say, Hey, is anyone sitting here? And, you know, I sort of look up, because I've already recognized the voice. And I look up, and of course, it's Steve Bloom, And I say, Nope, nobody's sitting there. And he, <laughs> so he sits down. And so I sort of take a quick look to the left, quick look to the right. And I sort of find myself thinking is he supposed to be sitting here? Is this a thing? Nobody seems to have recognized him. So I just went whole hog and I just sort of said, you know, I do recognize who you are. And he goes, yeah, I know. That's why I'm sitting here. (laughs) So he sort of puts his finger to his mouth and sort of makes a quick shh. He's obviously supposed to be there for a reason but just don't bring attention to him. So, just a quick chat. Hey, what are you doing nowadays? He's like, oh, working on Star Wars Rebels. Oh, that sounds fantastic. He talks about how, like, they're working with a lot of the original cast from the originals, like, the Star Wars movies. They've got Billy Dee, who is Lando Calrissian. Nice. Um, I, his name always escapes me, but they've got the original voice of Darth Vader doing roles. And he's just talking about how the show's just so electric. And I just told him, I said, you know, I love Robots in Disguise, but God, I miss you being on there. And he's like, yeah, I miss Starscream every day. (laughs) The panel starts. You know, they play a quick sizzle reel, and it shows all this animation. It's got, like, all the Armada kind of stuff, the original movie. And the panel starts, and, of course, it's the cast of Robots in Disguise come out. And I've actually got a photo of them as well, so I'll bring that one up for the sake of being consistent. Um, Very talented group of people. I mean, if you've seen Robots in Disguise, you know who we're dealing with. I mean, from left to right we've got, uh, obviously, a writer. we've got (laughs) Fix-It, we've got Grimlock, Bumblebee, Sideswipe, just a range of really heroic, amazing people. So they go through and they talk about robots in disguise and they talk about how much Transformers have changed, and it's it's very much an opinion panel. They're asked questions like who's your favorite character, what's your favorite generation, and that kind of thing. Until it reaches a point where sort of halfway through the panel, they do say, and who's your favorite villain? And Grimlock says very clearly, well, you can't beat Starscream. And at this point, Steve stands up. He walks to the middle of the room, and there's a microphone set up for people to ask questions. And he leans into the microphone, and in (laughs) Starscream's voice, he says, well, I don't mind if I do. (laughs) (laughs) and then he goes and joins them on on stage and so everyone's clapping, they're all happy because it's obviously Starscream but then they play the reveal trailer for Transformers Robots in the Sky Season 3 and sure enough Starscream from Transformers Prime is going to be back in the show and voiced again by Steve Bloom so Nice. I mean, I
4: honest. you really, I,
0: I didn't give Robots in Disguise much of a chance when it first came out. I just it didn't gel with me. But then I started watching it, and now it's just now that they're really sort yeah, of embracing I,
2: so, uh, Prime, I'm all yeah. over it. Mm. Well, I, I just made a comment in the group today that I'm gonna have to start like grabbing and consuming. I think I think I stopped about six or seven episodes into season one. So I know what I'm gonna have to start doing this weekend. Um, <laughs> Shotgun it and basically yeah, I'm, I'm need to catch up. Yeah. Pretty much, just just you know, like uh, open the vein, insert the uh, insert yeah. the line, and just mainline the entire show.
0: I so Being that it's it's one of those shows that it's a children's show, so it's a half-hour time slot, but the average episode's like 22 minutes. You can watch a lot if you yeah. really shotgun it. You can yeah. consume yeah. it pretty quickly.
2: <laughs> and so it does. It's one, of, one, of one of my shows friends actually watches shows at about 1.2 times. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I was about
0: to say you can get away with that, was with- <laughs> But yeah, we get Frank. to see Starscream return, he's got a new look and it's it's very reminiscent of his G one colors, but the thing I haven't seen is whether or not he still has high heels like he did
3: in Prime. That figure was hard to stand, he won't. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It
2: really was. Um I mean we we've oh, seen the uh, we've seen the figure revealed. So like the the fact that he, the fact that he was coming back, was sort of telegraphed a couple of weeks ago. Um, but from the toy, uh, I didn't, I, I didn't actually take a good enough look at the toy to see what the feet were like.
0: Yeah, that's I haven't seen it either. But that's it's kind of one of those things where I kind of want to know if he's still wearing heels, but at the same time, I kind of want to find it organically <laughs> by watching the show just to see if he still has that wonderful posture.
2: Uh, mm, yeah, <laughs> footage and also. Um, so, uh, I, 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 you, you, said, you said there was actually a, a reveal of it.
0: There was, there was a reveal. I actually they're, they're very strict on capturing footage and sharing but there was oh, yeah. nothing to suggest that I couldn't do it for that panel so I did do a shoddy recording on my phone, I did post <laughs> it to the group uh, It's it's a fantastic bit of phone footage but I uploaded that on my personal YouTube channel for the group to check out, and I think it's up to, like, 2,000 views, so I don't think anyone else (laughs) did it, so everybody is sort of stomaching my terrible recording of it, but, of course, if you want to see it, I think if you just Google Robots in the Sky Season 3 teaser
3: in some form of SDCC, it will come up. Yeah, I've been watching um, some of the panels from SDCC, and... As soon as they show something on screen, the video cuts to black and it comes back after. I'm thinking, show yep. me the
2: goddamn video. <laughs> I know, and it entirely depends on yeah. which
3: panel it is. It's the it's really big panels. They don't show it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I understand on the day and like going there, having the exclusive content, fine. But it's been a week. <laughs> Come on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like for example, for me, if there was a panel that I missed, and I wanted to know what they showed, I actually had to like try and. Intercept people as they left the panel and ask them,
1: yeah.
0: "Okay, what did they show? <laughs> just, give me the quick, like Reader's Digest version, so that way I can pretend I saw it too."
2: Transformers eyes. Well, so we've we've only seen a couple of the photos. Did you want to? Did you want to mm-hmm. sort of go through your photo collection? Tell us, tell sure. us, you know, what what the uh, what what's going on? Um, you know, just tell us a bit bit more about the SCCC experience for you. I think.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, obviously, when I went in 2012, SDCC was one of those things that, in my mind, it was my holy grail. It was the thing that all the things I like will be there, and I'll be surrounded by people who also like those things. So I went there told by everybody, you won't be ready for it. So when I went this year, I tried to be ready, and I still still wasn't. I still can't be ready. But the one thing I know that I was going to look closer at was... What's known as the floor, and the floor—I mm. mean, you've seen like supernova, like it's this—it's the artists' alley, it's the sales area, just stores upon stores. But now, imagine beyond just the people selling there—you also got the big companies. You got Hasbro, Mattel, you know, got Marvel, DC, just even Lego have this incredible presence where it's more than a store; it's a, its an experience. So. I obviously made my way to the Hasbro booth, and it was a big booth, really large, and obviously it was covering everything from the toys to the mobile games to the movie, a very small presence for the movie, but I do have some photos of that. I'll bring it up now, because I want to make sure I've got it here. So here we go. Now, I will apologize in advance that um, I didn't realize that the displays that they were doing were actually being rotated depending on what had been announced or shown. So it means that there is some things that were obviously announced at Comic-Con that I don't have pictures of them, but I was aware that they were there far too late. Things like the Legends Sharktacon figures, for example. But, I mean, here's some of the sets that I saw. Obviously, um, if you can see it on screen now, they had the, the Platinum City of Junk, uh, the Planet of Junk option here with a... I mean, how? Which? what is that Hot Rod figure? I mean, that's an older-style one. Compared to, like, the newer one that's coming out for Titans Return, isn't it?
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah I mean... Generations one? Hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, I can't fault this set, set if only because I'm a huge fan of the Generations sort of on figures. They're just... I think they're absolutely fantastic. Seeing just even new retools of them, I'm happy to see them. I've, I own three. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. I own two cars and a and a scrap iron, and I'm happy to buy as many as I can, so...
3: I think the two um, molds are different yeah, enough that you can, sort of, you can sort of get a couple of each and just sort of interlace yeah. them. In a you can, little can absolutely mix and match
0: them. The other beautiful yeah, thing, of cool. course, is that even these ones in the Platinum set, though it's still the same figure, it's Rekgar and the Scrap Iron figure, they've actually still changed the color palette on them as well. I mean, you can see that on Scrap Iron on the left there, he's got yellow forearms, he's got a yellow trim on his seat. Uh, the mm. chest detail is different. So it means that, once again, if you buy this set on top of your existing Junkions, you have even more Junkions.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: obviously, Titans big Returns seven. was there in a big way, so I got to see Leader Class Shockwave, uh, Soundwave up close. Um, huge figure. Uh, bulky in all the right places. I mean, I obviously have a Takara uh, Masterpiece version of Soundwave, but this here is such a perfect example of a great stopgap.
3: I've heard people posing him next to like a third-party Megatron or even the, the Seekers and that, the Takara Seekers. Mm, yeah, because he's, he's, he's yeah. really tall. Like
0: He's a really good example. Like, some leader figures are a little bit lacking, but him, both he and, funnily enough, Blaster are just perfect examples. I mean, I love the colours on Blaster. I mean, mm. he's got a really good grey on sort of the trim areas, particularly his legs... And it's sort of—it's a color that I thought they would have updated on a newer toy, but I'm glad they didn't because it's the same kind of gray you'd expect from like his G1 kind of inclinations. It looks really good.
3: It's a bit darker than the wow. uh, the Prime you can see behind him too.
0: Mm. Oh, I've got a beautiful picture of that. Powermaster Prime is definitely probably my favorite figure from the show. Uh, obviously, we got Alpha Trion, which I'm pretty sure that there's not a single person who didn't scratch their head when they first saw this <laughs> figure revealed and just sort of went, "That's." Uh, Weird. Most That's of them are still so scratching their heads. Yeah, yeah I mean... Yeah. I've seen him up close and I'm still scratching my head because he's just such an odd figure. I don't dislike him. He's just so different. I mean, obviously, a triple change of the turn sort of into a spaceship thing in a wolf. Mm. I mean, part of me is just happy to see an Alpha Trion figure, to be honest.
3: Yeah, then the other part of you is thinking, well, I don't mind it, but just don't call it Alpha Trion.
0: yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that going around, particularly with things like uh, Nova Prime, for example. Uh, They did have a very large sort of group collective shot. I mean, obviously, Fortress Maximus there in the middle with his uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive sword, to which I'd like to extend a very heartfelt uh, sorry to everybody who obviously wants the sword. I'm very sorry that it turned out to be the SDCC exclusive. Uh, It's a real kick in the pants for a lot of people who've been picking that up recently.
1: Yep. Uh, you can obviously
0: see around his feet down there. You've got Power Master Prime, a lot of leader class figures. Um, in the bottom right, you do actually have all of the uh, the Generation 2 Combaticons, which their yeah. colors really pop. Like, I've seen pictures of them, and I, I thought that they did have a good color palette, but just when you see them in person, it's just... The difference is night and day, just how incredibly bright and colorful they are. Yeah.
3: And those for that, uh, the purchase figures from the US, they're about 60 bucks on Amazon I think, like, starting to clear them out, all the G2 stuff, so
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, now's the time to buy if you want to get those G2 bots.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, a, yeah, a 10. yeah if, if you want to sort of get yourself set up with a nice uh, sort of a fruity Menas- menasaur or the actual, the legendary Fruticus, as it were. <laughs> I'm the fruticus, want
2: fruticus. I'm fruticus. So nice and
0: colorful. And another Sorry, fantastic I, I, I did
2: drop off there for a minute, but I'm, I'm back now, so, um, yeah. Apologies. That's okay.
0: I would like to point out the unsung hero of this picture was the, the nice bearded <laughs> gentleman in the background who didn't know whether or not he should get out of the way or whether it was too late, but just sort of gave me the blank stare otherwise. The other thing you can actually see <laughs> is that behind uh, Mr. Bearded Gentleman is you can actually see that there are sort of those two uh, display cases behind him that obviously have the exclusives that were being shown at Comic-Con. And you can notice that there are a lot of other display cases there that were empty. Mm. Now, these are the ones that as they actually announced and display uh, announced the figures that they were obviously releasing in future, they actually did put them into these cabinets so you could have a closer look. So I did get a close look at the Legends-class Sharktacons before I left, and I just have to say that I mean, obviously, there's a lot of fantastic figures that have been released at obviously shown at Comic-Con, shown at Cybertron Con, the Sharktacons are so high up on my wanted to buy list, it's not even mm-hmm. funny. I have yep. to buy like half a dozen of them and just have them swarm around a Rodimus and a cup. It has to be done. Yeah, those are easily the highlight of the past week of convention reveals. Mm. And, I mean, there's some figures that lend well to being a Legends-class figure, and the Sharktacons are just such a perfect example as a swarming little figure. I do have some other shots here of some of the, the lower detail. Uh, obviously, Skullcruncher here. Again, that's a figure that caught me by surprise. It's just how I've seen pictures, sort of promotional pictures that didn't do anything for me, but seeing the figure in person just really blew my mind.
2: I've I've seen a few people posting pictures of uh Skull Cruncher and just saying he's actually quite fun to play with. Um, mm. There's been there's been some some pictures posted in the group this week. Uh, I think some of the some of our overseas members um, have been getting getting their hands on him and yeah, um, just saying you know how how much of a good time they've had playing with him.
0: There's a surprising amount of articulation in him. I mean, if you just look at even the head and where it sort of joins the neck, and then there's a separate section between the neck and the body that. there's there's actually a lot there. I thought that it would be a very static figure, but I'm actually really surprised that I'm wrong.
4: Yeah, something I find interesting is that the Skullcrunch and Weird Wolf look like they're really articulated, whereas the larger Alpha Trion just looks like a brick in
0: Beastmoney. Yeah, I'll I'll agree there. I mean, to be completely honest, I mean, coming from Combiner Wars and going into Titan Returns, uh, the Titans Returns figures are just... They seem to be a really... Really fresh, sort of take on a lot of these figures, and they, they're, I mean, just to be honest, the quality seems above that of Combiner Wars. So, I mean, you can see things here like there's some figures that aren't posed as well as they could be, but just even just generally, some of the figures that you see down here, like Chrome Dome in the bottom left is down there, he's got his rewind pal there from sort of the cassette range. They look, they actually, like Chrome Dome himself, close up, looks exceptional like a hmm. really good alt mode, a really good bot mode, and just all of the deluxe figures just seem to have the, like, they've sort of nailed how much articulations needed in a figure, like particular deluxe one. Like, you can see Blur in the bottom right. You know, you can already tell that sort of he's got good thighs, good knees. I think he has an ankle tilt, which oh, nice. for a deluxe figure, it's unheard of. But when you think about it, it's something really simple to implement, and it sort of becomes a case of why not.
2: Yeah, I, so I, I actually wonder if what we're seeing is um, sort of more in line with where where everything was going with Generations before we went to Combiner Wars because, I mean, Combiner Wars, all the figures have to be interchangeable and they have to function as arms and legs and so it really limits what you can do with the figure and so it's been, you know, 18 months since we've actually seen some deluxe mm-hmm. figures that aren't intended to be combiners come out and so, you know, we're may, maybe, we're, maybe we're, we're sort of Maybe we're going to see a set of figures come out that, uh, you know, sort of aspires to the heights of generations of, the, you know, sort of the last five years or so. I, I do find a, I do find that um, there's a, there's a blocky and sort of angular aesthetic that uh, sort of pervaded most of the Combiner Wars line, and I do find that that's carried over into Titans Return. Like, um, you could see, you can see that on Blur very clearly there as well, and you can see it on Scourge. Uh, as well, there's, you know, there's there's just these, these points on the arms and, uh, and different angles where th- things aren't curved. Like they, they've they've made the decision, and it's a design it's a design decision to sort of make make the surfaces meet at hard edges, and you know it's just it's stylistically that's just how they want the line to look now. And so yeah, fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think en- engineering-wise, we're seeing a we're seeing a bit of a return to you know. What you, can, what you can do with a figure when you don't have to make it into a combiner.
0: Mm. I mean, definitely. Combiner Wars was very much... It was a range of figures that had a bit of enforced homogenization to them. Like, mm. sort of... At the core of every figure, particularly when they are, they're a humanoid robot, there's always this armature of sort of exactly how they should be able to move sort of physically. And pretty much every figure in the Combiner Wars range has the same armature. You know, you don't get wrist tilts, you don't get ankle tilts, you know, you sort of get a ball joint on the on the hip but that's because everyone's got a ball joint on the hip, that's about it yeah, I mean, if you look
4: at it, I mean, friggin off-road transforms exactly the same way as the aerial bots
0: Yeah, exactly, like with the sort of the way that the, the legs compress into each other it's very much something that it lends well to sort of this mass design philosophy where it's like, oh, well, I mean, we need another combiner. We've got sort of... I mean, there was a lot of same when it came to Combiner Wars.
3: Even the new bot Blastoff does exactly the same thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, you can see, for example, for Titans Returns, I mean, right at the front here, just take... Wait a second. Is that Brainstorm with a
3: Decepticon symbol? It is.
0: <laughs> nice. I see. Dun, dun, dun. Mm.
3: Well, guys,
0: I better say if you read more than me to the eye, that probably is a storyline that you're aware of. But, I mean, just for example, take a quick look at some of the articulation on him. And, I mean, it's very similar to what you would have seen in Combiner Wars. But, I mean, even just looking at the leg assembly, the leg itself. With like he's got like I mean, again, it's probably not a design choice, it just sort of happened to fall that way. He's got a he's got a toe he's got a hinge on his toe, a really nice robust hinge on his knee, obviously a ball joint at the hips. I mean, I've seen some of the Titans Returns figures, just for the sake of actually hiding their hands, they've got wrist tilts. Which mm. I mean, that's that's not a bad thing. That's actually something that's really fun when it comes to posing, is you can do some really sort of nifty I mean I don't know what's nifty about having your hands on your hips as a pose, but it's still a pose. Well, it always helps with holding weapons and whatnot, so... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can see here from the back, and this is Chromedome again, you can already see from, like, just his shoulders and his wrists and all that, that he's he's just, as far as deluxes go, like, I've tried to move closer... To just buying masterpiece scaled figures and masterpiece figures, because deluxes are the kind of things you could buy one a week and then you realise that you're running out of money pretty quickly. But and Titans Returns is dragging me back. It makes me want these figures again, which is really, really worrying. And please don't let my wife hear me say that because she won't be happy.
2: <laughs> is that a is that a, uh, a broken sword I see on the on Yep.
0: So uh, well, I mean, it's not so much it's a broken sword, but oh, uh, obviously. Apart. Fortress Maximus' sword actually does break down, because you can actually see that uh, Cerebro, ah, I think, look
2: at is, that. The, I didn't realize. is that the head
0: assembly? Cerebro actually gets to hold a chunk of the sword for himself. So, I mean, obviously the other chunks are a little bit less useful, but it's a nifty thing nonetheless. So. Uh, moving into what I think is probably one of the most gorgeous figures I saw mm. at Comic-Con, Power Master Optimus Prime. Yeah, very nice. There's just detail everywhere you look. The only thing that really struck me out and made me sad was obviously just he's he's such a big figure, and he has no ankle tilts, like, at all. Mm, no Yeah,
2: same problem with and, Ultra Magnus.
0: Yeah, exactly. it's just such a big f- figure, and you know he's going to have to sit with a really wide stance to stand up. And as soon as you don't have that ankle tilt, it's like you, you're stuck in this situation with... Do I spread the legs to stand and put up with the lack of an ankle tilt, or do I sort of do the whole penny between the knees so we can have flat feet on the ground? It's
3: disappointing. Well,
2: apparently,
3: it's the apparently, the same feet as Ultramagnus. That, that's the one thing well, they never it's
2: changed. It's a retool of Ultramagnus. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they never but
3: retooled the feet. The feet are straight up.
2: Yeah, yeah. The um,
3: version of is, is going to yeah. have it. <laughs>
0: The uh, Takara's version already has a lot of things that make people sort of want it above this yeah, one, but yeah, it's the funniest that, thing is just how how little something like that completely changes what people perceive of the figure. If you chuck ankle tilts on the Takara version, people immediately discredit the Hasbro version entirely. gives it's a much that's more a, premium feel, that's absolutely. A market,
3: though, yeah. yeah, and I mean, just even just the amount of detail on this thing just blew me away straight away. I love how he's got souvenir on both shoulders, where most signed a single shoulder.
0: Yeah, and that, that even yeah. That's,
3: that's the kind of thing that you thought that they, you know,
0: they'd only do one for the sake of saving money, but they didn't, so yeah. that's fantastic as well. Uh, obviously, in his truck form, he's a really sort of squat little truck, but he does just... That front end of him looks real mean. Bulletproof. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that doesn't look like your average hauler. That looks like a truck that's going to be sort of shrugging off enemy fire. It's pretty ridiculous. And I love that he's got places everywhere for his weapons. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. That truck looks like it's going to murder you. Mm, exactly. It's it's definitely Optimus' murder truck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the, uh, I think all the guns combined to make one Uber gun too. Yes, they t- sort of turns into a giant weird rifle. So
0: yeah.
3: Uh,
0: that's back to that again. Obviously, jumping forward, looking once again at the the star photo of uh, the robots in disguise car star. Fantastic people. I did get a chance to have a quick chat with Mr. Will Friedel. Uh, he's voiced Bumblebee since uh, that moment in Prime where Bumblebee <laughs> actually got to talk and actually told that's him about... In Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that he actually its kind of funny from the panel itself. I mean, hopefully they do put the panel up so people can watch it, but his his actual story was uh, he was told he was reading for somebody and he they didn't tell him who it was. So he came in and he read the line and then they revealed that... Uh, it was actually Bumblebee and he said, I did the reading and I didn't pour, probably put in as much effort as I would have if I'd known that I was playing the character that had been around for the entire series and had never spoken a word. <laughs> and then he sort of said, you know, he did his piece and they revealed, oh, you're playing Bumblebee and he was like, oh, I oh know there's going to be people who've watched this show for years and they're just going to
3: respond with, "Ah oh, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> it's very interesting because at the time there was a big who blah blah about uh, Soundwave was going to have his first word after mm. a season and a half. Yes, season three quarters, Soundwave was going to speak. Oh, i was saying definitely. his first word. Was he in, said was in Beast free. Hunters, so free. it took three seasons for him to say yep. something. And he said, classic Soundwave line, uh, Soundwave superior. Yeah, mm, that's Autobots right. Autobots superior. superior. Yep. Yeah so, and that's the thing everyone was concentrated on that but the fact that we haven't had a talking bumblebee since
2: G2 Goldbug Anim- a- animated
3: Yeah since animated Oh yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: all right Yeah that was oh, the interesting man. thing that Transformers Prime came out after sort of the Bay movies picked up and so mm-hmm. people were sort of going is does this tie into the Bay movies is is Bumblebee's not talking a bumblebee a
1: thing now
0: Yeah, and I mean, the other beautiful thing about the panel as well is that obviously Peter Cullen couldn't be there, but just, they just had like a full 15 to 20 minutes of just every member of the staff just talking about just how unbelievably awe-inspiring the guy is. (laughs) Plus, every single person did their own Peter Cullen impersonation, and all it was was them saying, Bumblebee. (laughs) Bumblebee.
2: Excellent. That, that, and you know, I, I think you've you've obviously had some time to practice your uh, your Peter Cullen impersonation there as well. <laughs> like it it does uh, it it does roll off the tongue.
0: It does. Very nice. Mm, so that was fantastic. I did have one final uh, story, I guess, from the floor of Comic Con. Obviously, the Hasbro booth was beautiful. This big sort of round room that separated from the rest of the con floor, displaying everything. Obviously, it was a Hasbro booth, not Transformers. So I meant that. Transformers on one side, My Little Pony in a really small little corner, which was nice. (laughs) Good (laughs) uh, (laughs) the Marvel, Yeah, and then the Marvel Legends figures. Well, the the fact that My Little Pony was nice and small meant that, you know, I was a 30-year-old man browsing the transforming robots, but I didn't have to look like I was browsing the children's pony toys as well, which was was a relief, because in 2012, My Little Pony was just taken off, so it was like, (laughs) My Little Pony! Transformers. Just this. This is the Transformers section. So you got to go through all the pony stuff to get to the Transformers. Sounds like pop vinyls last year. Oh, no,
2: like every year for the last just ines- years
0: or so. Inescapable maze of walls of pop vinyls. You haven't seen anything until you've seen probably a thirty-foot tall pop vinyl. Which I can
3: imagine the thirty trucks out the back that delivered them all. Mm. The uh, pop, the Funko booth had
0: a thirty-foot-tall Groot pop vinyl. It, like, it's one of those things you sort of go. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty impressive. I was glad it was Groot though, because I mean, I'm not big in pop vinyls, but I've seen that one. So seeing that okay. huge was amazing. Um, but yeah, my, my sort of my final story from the Hasbro floor area was um, it's kind of interesting. It was the day that I chose I wasn't going to go into the convention. I actually decided I'll. I'll do something else today because there's a lot of outdoor things to do. So I was outdoors for about five and a half hours. It's San Diego. It was warm. It was probably just under 40 degrees. I'm from Tasmania, so effectively I'm cold-blooded or a Viking. You can choose. <laughs> <laughs> so it was warm. And I sort of found myself thinking the one place that has really good air conditioning is the convention floor. Wow. <laughs> so-
2: so, that, is actually, sort of, that is actually a first for a convention, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, it's pleasant and the air circulates so the people who don't wear deodorant don't uh. too pungent, which is nice. But I decided, oh, go in for 20 minutes and just cool down. And so I rocked up and it turns out that just by chance the doors I went through were the Hasbro doors. So I walk in and I'm like, oh, they've had stuff released since then. I can have a quick look. So, I rock up and there's a crowd, and I'm not used to there being a crowd. I'm used to people browsing, but there was a crowd, and so I approach, and it turns out that they're actually doing a demonstration of Transformers uh, Earth Wars, the mobile game,
1: <laughs> and yeah,
0: I gave it a go, and you know, I I already knew for a long time that it's Clash of Clans. But with Transformers, <laughs> and I mean the Transformers animate well, and you know I played it for about ten minutes. I went, yeah, this is cool, but it's not worth draining my battery over. So I watched them for a moment, and then a woman stood up and says, "All right, we're going to have a Transformers trivia competition, and there's going to be fantastic prizes." Now this is at about twenty to six in the evening. The convention floor shuts at six, hmm. so she's announced this competition and then just gone.
3: And we're going to have to do this very quickly. What day is this on? This was on Thursday night. Okay, so there's still plenty of time. People would have definitely left early because they know they would have got back. Correct. So, (laughs) small group of people, not many of us. I think it was mostly people that just sort
0: of got lost and sort of stopped and went, Oh, (laughs) Earth Wars. So they said, okay, trivia competition. Let's do a warm-up question. Who is the voice of Optimus Prime? I... (laughs) Wasn't joining in. I was just... I was there to watch. I was up against the wall like... Gary Chalk. And... you <laughs> say that. But nobody said Peter Cullen. <laughs> nobody said a word. In fact, most people sat there and just went... <laughs> I'm American pretty sure one person was like... Ben Affleck. Like something just Whoa. completely oh. off the wall weird. And I was like... Uh, okay. So I left it. And the second question was besides Megatron, who else did Frank Welker voice? Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Just start throwing names. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So I put my hand up straight away, and they go, okay, you. And I said, Soundwave. And they went, who else? And I'm like, <laughs> Ravage, Laserbeak, like anything that doesn't make human noises, like <laughs> take your pick. And they're like, We only needed two answers, but I guess we'll take your four. That's fine. So... never actually said what the prize was. I just joined in because people weren't answering the questions. And so they handed me a piece of paper that said this.
2: Redemption certificate for Fortress Maximus. Congratulations from Transformers Earth Wars. And... I did think it was funny that uh, they said that they're going to mail it to you later in the year. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, that's that's the interesting thing is that they said, like, I just again, I didn't question it. I just I've been given Fortress Maximus, so I didn't question it. But they're like, hmm. after it's released this year, we'll mail it to you, and I was like,
2: yeah. <laughs> they are selling got, it Where I'm from, that you've got a ton of them on your stand as well. You're selling
0: them here at
2: Comic Con.
0: Yeah, just I'll take the freebie. I don't care about waiting. So, <laughs> oh, so getting, I guess,
2: <laughs> are you I actually mind, getting an STCC version or are you getting a, a retail version
0: I got asked that today and the mm. same response I gave to that guy was man <laughs> yeah, fair enough it's so free <laughs> worst case scenario I don't get a sword it's free mm. so fair enough I start filling out my details I'm happy I'm really happy about this And so the next question was who was the voice of generation 1 starscream Again, voice actor nerd.
1: <laughs> so
0: I'm looking around we got and there's a bunch this of people up. going <laughs> the guy immediately Bro. to my right just in a moment of pure charity I just sort of go Chris Ladder. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy looks at me like and I'm like just say it. Just, just say it. And he's like Chris Ladder? And they go Congratulations, you win. Here, have a Fortress Maximus as well. (laughs) It's now like two minutes to six. Sorry, no more prizes, everybody. Get Uh, get the hell out. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm scribbling down my details and going, that was the weirdest trivia competition I've ever been in just because nobody knew the subject matter at all. And there's a tap on the shoulder, and I look up because I'm kneeling on the floor like a grown man does, and it's the bloke who said Chris Ladder, and he says, thank you so much. If you ever need a favour, please feel free to ask. And he hands me his business card, and he's a <laughs> professional illustrator.
2: Oh, oh wow. fantastic!
0: <laughs> illustrator slash toy designer. So, bank those oh, wow. <laughs> So let's just make an action figure of me and see who wants to buy it.
2: So you, yeah. so you really, you really paid it forward at, uh, at Comic Con. You got someone a free Fort Max. It just it felt like at that point that nobody was going to get an
0: answer. And I was like, they obviously have some to give away. We need to take <laughs> them from them. <laughs>
3: I'm, like, I'm just here to see that Iron Man guy. <laughs> like, just, just checking out the movie stuff and don't worry about whatever else comes out. Yeah. I just came here for Suicide
0: Squad. And there's Transforming Robots.
3: So, uh, yeah, I
0: filled out a form and I said, does it matter from Australia? They're like, it's fine, we'll mail it. I'm like that's great. Uh, before I left, they also gave me these uh, fantastic Transformers Earth War Earth Wars patches. Oh, awesome. These are embroidered. They come wow. in. Uh, they ask if you're an Autobot or a Decepticon, but apparently, if you win a trans, uh, Transformers trivia competition, you are both, so you get both patches. Boom.
2: So and you're, you're that they, you are in fact uh, punch Counterpunch. punch.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, honestly, patch, the first one of the first things. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Got I see what
2: you've done there. That? The I first was... thing
0: I actually did at Comic Con was go to the Hasbro booth, find a Fort Max like box, whip out my tape measure, and try to figure out if I had any chance of fitting it in my luggage to get home.
2: Turns out you don't have to.
0: The answer was there is no way in hell I would have fit it, but that doesn't <laughs> matter because I didn't have to bring it home.
2: Could you wrap it in a <laughs> towel and
0: carry it on as a baby? I actually thought at one point I would just have to buy Fort Max his own seat if I wanted to bring him home. So,
2: yeah. Well, look, you know, if it, if it came down to that, there are ways we could have dealt with it, but um, as Absolutely. it turns out, we don't have to. So that's fine.
0: Honestly, at this point, the delivery of my Fort Max could look just like the opening credits to the Ace Ventura movie: kicking, punching, throwing. <laughs> the fact that I spent yes. zero dollars on it means that it appeals to me greatly. I don't mind at all.
3: Is that a Hasbro thing? Or is it someone else just giving away Hasbro? Uh, I mean, technically it's Transformers Earth Wars, and I mean
0: on the certificate, they do show at the bottom Hasbro and Backflip Studios, the people that made it, so...
3: Yeah, that doesn't tell you a lot, though. (laughs) No,
0: (laughs) no. no. I mean, Hasbro's involved in some way, so obviously they have access to a Fort Max somewhere, but like, you know, I thought this was going to be like a poster or something. I mean... I did actually get a poster. Now, they were giving away Combiner Wars posters, and they were very impressive. And I do have it. Mm -hmm. I can get it.
2: You can do that. Yeah.
3: I've got one of those. I got two of those. I modified them into a spud gun. (laughs) (laughs) They're also good for carrying posters, to be honest. Because you (laughs) You can get those
2: things from Daiso now as well.
3: Mm -hmm. Cost me four dollars ninety-five. Because the extended, just like a 66 rocket launcher, it's awesome. (laughs) Bit of foam, tennis ball, bye-bye, pussycat.
0: Now, honestly, the thing about Comic-Con is that you can get posters from pretty much every stand you can imagine, Hmm. but I have too many posters already. Like, you can't see my other walls, but I've got Grimlock over there, and I've got Optimus up there. Now, I wasn't going to take any posters home this year, because I just thought, I have too many, but...
2: Yeah, okay. Victorian. Fair enough, too.
3: Oh, Bruticus.
0: Uh, Victorion oh, nice. having a scrap with Devastator.
3: Oh, Devastator, sorry.
2: Answer yeah, to... the, the, the light's reflecting off a little, so yeah. Uh, yeah. that's uh, hence, hence Brad's mistake about uh, Bruticus yeah, and Devastator. Yeah, but I mean... Damn. Yeah, that's Damn, awesome. that's that looks that, good is,
4: that. that is a good-looking piece of artwork.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if you've got Megatron in there, you've got a little Rodimus down the front, like... I remember I saw this on the first day and I went, I don't have my poster tube because I wasn't going to take any posters. And then I came back the next day with the tube just to get this. Yeah. And you can actually see right That's in the middle. Fair enough. They got the Enigma of Combination. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some fantastic. Like, this is for Combiner Wars, the Prime Wars trilogy. So you can see there's like a character down here that is really hard for me to show out, but you can see that she's
3: holding some kind of hammer.
2: That actually looks like. Oh, 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 wait um, a that that's... actually that actually looks like uh, what's that name from *Camus*?
3: Yeah, from the um the, ca- the, cartoon trailer.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I can hardly see mm. it. Yeah, I don't a it's
0: one of those things. It's probably worth doing a Google and actually finding a version that's not being held like this. <laughs> but a uh, lot of great artwork. It makes me really interested to see more of that kind of filter. So.
3: Oh, very nice. You'll have to find someone <laughs> somewhere on your wall for it.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think it's time for me to take Grimlock down and maybe replace this one. Um, I guess probably one of the final things I'd like to share is obviously the cosplay situation was great. Now, I booked myself pretty solid that it was hard for me to be in one place and sort of check out the cosplay situation, but um, I did have a moment where I left a panel and I immediately ran into this. (laughs) It was just, it's fair enough to run into Wheeljack, but it's not every day to run into a Wheeljack that's a full, like, abdomen and shoulders taller than your average person. (laughs) Yeah, do not put your foot out. No, no. The worst thing is that he was completely alone as well, so I'm pretty sure that, depending on how much he can see, yeah, no handler, I'm pretty sure that depending on how much you can see, he probably lived in near constant fear that there was going to be somebody out there who's just like, Transformers suck! Decepticons forever! And then out comes the foot, and the poor guy ends up in a wheelchair and he has to end up, you know, cosplaying his fix-it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, somehow, he, somehow he ends up with his stills attempting to pass through his body. Yes.
0: Exactly, but the guy was fantastic. The beautiful thing is he actually had like a sound device, so uh, he actually made electronic noises as he walked. Oh, <laughs> nice. mm, can you see that? There is a lot of electronics in there as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. He he is um, he's wired for something. Padded padded gloves too to break his fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> also yeah, known as the last line of defense. Yeah. <laughs> Transformers
4: cosplay is always something to behold. Like. You know, you go to a convention, there's these people dressed up and whatnot, and then you see someone cosplaying as Transformer, and it just stands out completely. It's
2: fantastic. Mm. It does. We we saw a few um, we saw a few people. Well, I think maybe three or four at uh, at Supernova cosplaying as Transformers. Didn't see any at Nerdmania. Was that the only was that the only Transformers cosplay you saw at uh, at Comic Con?
0: It was the only one that I took a photo of. I mean there was a couple of there was a couple of smaller ones. Uh, like I mean that was the biggest one for scale that I saw. I mean we were mentioning earlier that there was a Megatron somewhere, but I definitely did not see him, but um I saw a lot of uh, sexy skywarps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sexy
2: skywarps.
0: It was a woman know. in a purple bodysuit who had a nice
2: pair of wings. And, uh, that wasn't where I thought you were going with that sentence.
0: No, I I quickly veered that one. But no, she. It was just a, a woman it was just a, a sexy Skywarp. But it's sort of a case of, on one hand, it's like Skywarp, not Starscream. Good pick of character. <laughs> At the same time, did Skywarp wear stilettos?
2: Well, we were ta- we were uh, saying earlier that uh, you know Starscream often ends up with high heels. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah.
4: If we're talking Prime, the Takara Skywarp had high heels.
0: Yes, that is true. But uh, it's because Steve Bloom, if you do end up getting to watch the panel for the Transformers one, he did say that being a good villain takes incredible posture, and posture comes from an exceptionally good pair of heels.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Right now well, we're pushing, we are pushing a little bit for time tonight. So <laughs> I kind of feel like what I want to do is go through the other the other Comic Con reveals, Transformers-wise, because mm. there's sort of a whole whole bunch of Titans Return figures that, uh, as you say, were revealed sort of after you hit the booth. And then I think we might call it we might call it a night and uh, cover some yeah, of the I've other next week. Week. There is there is going to be a bit of a uh, there's going to be a bit of a dearth of news for a few weeks, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure we can oh. I'm sure we can spread some things out. Absolutely,
3: already seen anyway.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, without further ado, do 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 uh, let's get a look at some of the um, some of the other figures from uh, some of the other Comic Cons Comic Con reveals. Now this article from Cybertron very uh, very kindly said that it's uh, an updated picture of everything from uh, Comic-Con it lies mm. so um, we'll go through, we'll yeah. go through a few things
0: it might have been updated at the time that they posted it but then something changed because that's what they were doing at Comic-Con this year
2: mm. that is quite true now um so the first we'll, we're just going to basically scroll through these uh, scroll through these articles have a look at some of the photos and react okay mm. um so this is the uh, the uh, Robertson in disguise clash of the transformers. It seems to be one of their one of their sub brands, uh, Decepticon Island Showdown, which has um, uh, what what what's the dude's name? It's uh, Steeljaw.
1: It's, it's Steeljaw, right? Steeljaw. Like,
2: I just wanted to make sure Steeljaw wasn't um, Strongarm, but that's okay. So Steeljaw nope. and Bumblebee, and there's a nice little accessory there in the form of one of the prison pods. Mm. Um,
0: yeah, I, that's what I'd noticed. It's just one of the Stasis pods that they're using. Yeah, finally
3: nice bringing
2: it out. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm tempted to pick up this, uh, pick up this <laughs> just for that alone. Like, yeah, it, it looks cool. The, the figures are the same figures that we've seen elsewhere. Yeah. I think maybe the accessories might be slightly different. I'm not sure. I mean, but, I can already um, see that yeah, there's yeah, a
0: couple of accessories in there. There's, I mean, like you can see the sort of that transparent axe in the background. There's a couple of sort of Decepticon hunter swords at the base as well. Mm. Does it come with all of them?
4: Yeah, is I this, guess it's, this
0: it's is hard just to say tell say accessories yeah. for the sure. show. But at the same time, it's kind of a set that probably complements your other Transformers figures as well. Because if you get like half a dozen Transformer Hunters, then you can outfit all your other deluxe figures as well.
2: I know, right? Like suddenly, suddenly you've got a suddenly you've got like the, a prison guard situation. Hmm.
0: And I mean, I really like the Stasis pot. I mean, I'm not one for sort of customising my figures too much, but I feel like that's the kind of thing that I'd, I'd really like to sort of paint on some frost around the outside of the transparent window. Mm, yeah, I think would make it look really cool.
2: Hmm. Yeah, uh, there's, so there's a closer up, uh, a closer up look at that, and there's some of those, uh, some of the, the the swords and the guns. Um, what have we got here? These uh, ah, are Ah Leo Kaiser. Yeah, okay. Mm. Ooh, um, there, there has denied. been there has been much made of uh, much made of this uh, this set over the last couple of weeks. Uh, there is there is of course a Skylink repaint. Yeah. And there's your sort of, your, like we were saying earlier, your, your standard sort of limb attachments that go on as well. Mm. Um, I don't have, I don't really have that much, I don't really have that much experience or feeling for that figure or that set. Do, do, you, do you guys, are you guys particularly interested in it? It's
4: interesting that um, they've gone to Skylinks and they're calling it Desiris, which is a Japanese name for Death Source. So yeah.
2: You can sort that's, of see that in terms of Skylinks, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but mm. that's... Like, completely not a member of Flyer Kaiser.
4: Again, it's one of
2: those things... They have to do something, don't they?
0: It's one of those things that I usually see when it comes to sort of Hasbro and Takara releases, is that quite often, if they have a unique mould for something, they'll do a separate version of it just for the sake of... If there's people out there like, die-hard Decepticon fans are like, I don't want to own Skylings, but I like the toy, but I don't want to own Skylings, but I like the toy...
2: It's like, well, here you go. It's totally not Skylinks. You can own mm. that. Mm. Well, so they... <coughs> excuse me. They have actually done quite a number on Skylinks in terms of uh, paint and and uh, mm. just colour of the, uh, the shuttle. I mean, it's that... the same
0: armature, but it's just... It is a really... Mm. It's, a, it's a hard remix of him. I also like the head sculpts on the limbs for him because, I mean, that was one thing that the that Combiner Wars kind of really dropped the ball in a lot of figures, was sort of like, hey, this is totally new head sculpt. We just repainted it. But, you know, it's totally new head sculpt, whereas <laughs> these guys, completely original. Yeah, Hellbats is dead on Hellbat. That looks fantastic. Mm.
4: Yeah. yeah. i um,
3: I got a bit with John. We're going to see a Takara split Voyager for the torso. Mm. I reckon it, it also... won't be a
4: split Voyager. It'll be a Voyager and a Legends on the chest.
0: Yeah. Also, the weapons that the deluxe figures are holding... As far as combined Wars
3: figures go, they're pretty unique. Yeah, they're not foot or hands. They
2: actually are, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Mm. So does that mean that uh, does that mean that uh, is going to come with the the new foot accessories?
4: Mm. Good question. Uh, I don't think so, because we saw pictures of combined mode and it just had the standard. Yeah,
2: buttons. that's right. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. So maybe, as mm. uh, since this will be getting sold as a gift set, maybe there'll just be some extra accessories in it for once. Mm. It's easy when they're bundled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it is
4: I will say this though there's a lot of that boring Hasbro grey over on those figures on limb mm-hmm. robots
2: uh, look I, I think it's actually broken up quite a lot oh, I suppose the legs yeah yeah particularly mm-hmm. on that
3: blue guy on the left yeah Yeah. you've only got that yellow circle to break the legs up really yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: it's true that is a bit disappointing what what is that? That is not the Star Scream that we've been seeing around the place.
0: That's that is the, the Star Scream that will be revealed in Robots in Disguise season three. Uh, he has a really sort of G one palette. People said it was Armada Star Scream, but I'm like, blue, red, huh? white wings. <laughs> That's G one. That's original Star Scream. He obviously it even, looks. It even
2: looks like his coronation gear with the uh, the shoulder pads.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, mm. it's, 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 that's, that's sort of that look that they got going on. It's also, also interesting to note that uh, on his chest, that's
2: actually a minicon. Oh. It's a minicon, and it looks like a sword as well.
0: It does. Uh, that's mm. sort of the big... It mm. looks like, just from the previews of Season 3, it looks like we're going to be seeing a lot more weapon minicons. Like, rather than minicons that are sort of projectiles, like, we've actually got one that turns into a goddamn axe. Like, it's just real meaty, really scary to look at. Mm.
2: So is this actually the Starstream that we've seen um, out at retail in the last no. couple of weeks, or is this another one?
3: It's it's, it's a like it's a Legend or um, Deluxe scale. I think this is Voyager.
2: Mm. Okay. Mm. And, just, uh, the,
3: the, yeah. De,
4: yeah, the Deluxe of it, yeah, that's definitely not the normal one. It's, maybe it's a Deployer, though, because we haven't had Voyagers in Robots in Disguise. Hmm. Yeah, True.
2: Ash, no, heels. You, you have your answer in terms of the feet there. Your, yeah. The high heels.
0: Uh, I'd like to believe that maybe the high heels will fold out.
2: Maybe someone it. maybe someone will make a third-party high heel. It'll be,
3: an <laughs> It'll be in the animation. It won't be in the toy. Maybe I'll have to go to Shapeways and get myself some long, long legs.
4: <laughs> you can make
3: them. You can make your own of duct tape and spit. Yeah,
0: Toothpicks. And All ladies right. and gentlemen, it is not
3: Blitzwing.
2: It is Retardo Megatron.
3: It is. Yeah, I really don't like that at all.
2: I don't I don't, I don't like this figure at all.
3: No. It looks, I thought I... it was a really
0: blurry image. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely one of those figures that now you've seen. Like, I've actually seen this guy up close, and it didn't sell me. Like, the, mm. the alt modes look sort of robust enough that I sort of went, well, I kind of want to transform it. You know, I kind of want to <laughs> give it a go, but I don't want to own it. I can say that right now. Like, if you gave me the opportunity to transform this, Jason is experiencing technical
2: difficulties.
3: No, we lost Max. Oh, yeah. Dear. That's yeah, how yeah. strongly he I felt think... about yeah, that Yeah, no, Megatron no, Max,
2: Max felt terrible. Um, no, I, I think what he's done is that he was using his iPhone and he's forgotten to charge it.
0: Ah, <laughs> fair enough.
2: We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, no, don't like this Megatron at all. Like, we've lost
3: the, say, Jason. Yeah, we've lost the feed.
2: Yeah, 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 something's going on there. Um.
0: But, I mean, it's like I said before, it's like, obviously, Triple Changer Megatron turning into a jet and a tank. Now, we've seen Megatron as a tank. That's fair enough. It's sort of the answer to, well, it can't be a gun because it causes too many troubles. But yeah. we already know of a Triple Changer that uh, turns into a jet and a tank.
2: Yeah. So Yeah, we do... So we're I, I can't help
0: there. but f- welcome back, Max. It's one of those. <laughs> sorry. It's one of those things. The first time I saw Nova Prime and he turned into a shuttle thing and a train, I was like, ah, oh, you're not Astro Train. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this guy's the same thing. They're going to release this guy as not Blitzwing, knowing full well that Blitzwing will come. People will probably buy this figure for the sake of trying it out, and then when Blitzwing comes out, they'll pick it up. It's, it's, it's a bold strategy,
3: but it works. I mean, we like plastic. Mm. Yeah. I think if you go down to the jet mode, that's definitely where it's apparent. Definitely yeah, absolutely. So, so
2: I, I, I don't like his arm cannon um, at all. No, there's, no, there's actually okay, no pictures Charles. of his old modes, but that's okay. Let's move on. Um, this is the Deluxe Brainstorm. Uh,
0: I actually really like this figure. I mean, at first I thought I wouldn't like the fact that sort of the prow of the ship is this weird sort of wrist accessory, but I don't hate it. It it is a blur retool. It is. It is. But, I mean, again, the blue mold's not a terrible mold. Like, it's an interesting mold. And the, the thing is, if you retool a figure and make it look this different, it's a good retool.
2: It yeah, is. I mean, it is a pretty heavy retool.
4: From yeah. what I've been hearing, Blur's the most solid figure in Wave One. Yeah, so, he so looks
3: really good. I've yeah. something
4: like this.
2: Nice silver gun I'm on
3: his side too.
2: Now mm. we talked about uh, we talked about yeah. Sharktacons earlier. The uh, now, uh, Sharktacon.
0: I made a special trip back to the Hasbro booth just to make sure I could see these guys up close. And obviously, it's behind glass, but I mean, I face to the glass, like mm-hmm. looking at these guys. They're Legends scale, so they're small, but they're they're the good side. Like, I mean, Legends figures, in my opinion, they range from, like, Power Glide, which is, like, pretty good detail, good poseability, looks pretty nice, to sort of Wind Charger. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got you out of a Happy Meal at some point.
2: Mm, These
0: guys, far, far on the Power Glide spectrum,
2: I, I, I think Legends figures for Combiner Wars have actually been quite good. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's in general, yeah.
0: there's a lot of hits, but there's some solid misses, but these guys are just a hit. They knock it out of the park. Like the, just looking at them, the, the transformation looks pretty straightforward, but just the detail that you get on them, the head sculpt, just yeah. the head sculpt on the little guys. Yeah, This <laughs> is exactly going to be my next shockwave yeah, I mean. easily. Yeah, oh, shockwave was fantastic. And I love... I love the dorky little flail that they get. Oh. It's just fantastic. <laughs> they didn't need to do it. I'm glad they did, just because it gives them something to hold when they're not gnawing on you. Mm, yeah. yeah. The thing
2: we should get that for Christmas. <laughs> let's move on. There's Bumblebee, uh, another mm, Wild wow. legend scale figure. It does so they're it it putting sort out of...
4: another one so soon.
2: Yeah. Um, so soon in terms of what when was the last Bumblebee? It was
4: only it was like oh, actually I guess it was three years ago now, so it's
2: Well, so, yeah, so, not, it was not one, a so soon. There was one of those little five dollar bumblebees that came out last year, but that was, you know. Yeah,
4: those, they, just, mm. they did they did make a generations legends in their yeah, it was yeah, yeah,
0: generations legends that came alongside a couple of other smaller ones like those. I think the original I want to say the original Scrapnel figure? Yeah, that one. Those range. It was, mm, range. It was, it was well. kind of the genesis of a lot of the really more current legends that we saw. And I mean, this this is still a very serviceable
3: Bumblebee. It mm, is. Yeah. I got one. that come with one of the um, Age of Extinction Deluxes in a two-pack. Ah. If that's the same, that's the same Bumblebee. It was, I think it was one of the Dino
2: yeah, um, so it actually does look like a similar. It does look like a pretty similar bumblebee to me. Yeah. That head sculpt is definitely different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like it probably yeah. is actually a different figure. Let's be yeah, honest.
4: Yeah, um, it looks similar, but it's apparently this is an. I saw a comparison. This is an entirely new mold. It's just okay. got similar engineering.
2: Uh, who's this?
3: I want to say steel jaw. Steel jaw.
2: Mm. It's funny how you have such different steel jaws between series, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. He, he's obviously not a cassette for Blaster. I think he's a legend, like a like. It's it's kind of weird because the
0: the Is cassette. Is
4: that a Titan
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like the cassette figures that we're seeing, like the Rewind, the Laserbeak, and the Buzzsaw, and all that that they're doing, turn into very particular Data Slate figures. Mm. This guy doesn't look like he does that. So saying Target Master, I think that's actually a that could be a very safe bet. Yeah, it'll probably
4: come in one of those like little single cards that a headmaster on them.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You it see where like it's the ju-
3: back to ride.
0: Yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. That's the thing we've got to keep in mind. Titan's Return is very much about the Headmasters and using the head figures for things, so...
2: He actually, you know, if, if you look just... I don't know if you can see where my mouse is pointing, but just in here it looks like there's a cavity.
0: Mm. Yeah, so I think yeah. maybe, maybe he's a mighty steed. Maybe he is. <laughs> what the oh, hell was that? Um, it is bit. Unsung hero and love affair of the Robots in Disguise series.
2: <laughs> and he uh, and, and he has a little version of himself there.
0: Yeah, if he wants to play with himself he can do so. That's but a good book yeah, in Legends. It is. It's just he's such a ridiculous figure. It's one of the he's like he's one of those characters I want to own a figure of him just because I love the character so much. And Yeah. It's not a good love. It's one of those, you are so stupid, but I love you for it.
2: Okay. Uh, oh, that is, so that is it. That, that must be the, uh, the reveals from the Hasbro stand, because we can actually see the um, we can see the Autobot and Decepticon, uh, you know, sort of backing.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like I said, they, they were the empty display cabinets that got filled up. I guess sort of the biggest reveal was obviously Triple Changer Megatron, and that sort of led to, I mean, we won't talk about it now, but there's a Triple Changer Optimus out mm-hmm. there. Mm, yeah, in a very similar vein.
2: We will probably get to him. Um, so, out of this, what's a what's a buy for you guys? I, I feel like I feel like the deluxes, uh, the deluxes are things that we would all be interested in. I'm I'm certainly I'm certainly pretty interested in. Um, actually, I think brainstorm is coming up. No, there we go. I'm pretty mm. interested in brainstorm. I'm um, I'm sort of I, like. I, I kind of don't want to get into them, because I feel like if I start buying one, I'll just start buying that. <laughs>
0: like I said, you can pick up like one every week, and all of a sudden, yeah, you've got a dozen of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do okay. my best to try and avoid it, but I think I'll fail. I'll be honest. I'm definitely As for going me, to I reckon, yeah. You
4: see every figure here, so count how many those are, and that's how many
0: Nors I'm going to buy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're going to buy I... one for each of them, eh?
0: Without yep. a shadow of a doubt, I think I'm going to approach my local toy stores. I'm going to ask about if I buy six Nors, can I just pay for five? Because I'm
3: buying hmm. six, you know. Unfortunately, they'll be they'll be shipped one per box in the yeah. white assortment. <laughs>
0: yeah. it'll be ridiculous. But just yeah, I just love to have some kind of situation where like I've got a whole swarm of Nows. Hmm. Uh, have a Rodimus figure. Have a good third, Have a good Cup figure. And then I just need to find some way of having some little energon chips.
2: Mm, yeah, I know that, that TF... a little
0: bucket of water.
4: Yeah, I think there was <laughs> yeah. one company at TFCon revealed energon cubes of some form.
2: So, um, so Keith's Fantasy Club they shipped energon cubes with the optic um, Opticlones mm. and they have actually decided to sell them separately. They're actually pretty cheap. I think uh, I think Sam on the group's been bring going to bring them in for about twenty bucks a set. Um, oh, yes. Yeah.
3: Awesome. Are they the ones with liquid in them, or like they, look
2: like? they look like they have some liquid in one of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice.
3: I am still chasing.
0: I bought a figure. I bought a quake blast off somebody, and somebody in the cl- somebody in the group, very cool guy, and he said to me, before you throw away the box, take a look inside the foam. Right. And so I mm. did, and what was revealed to me was this.
2: Uh, what is that?
0: It is cut sure. glass. Glass cube? Yes, oh. a cut glass energon cube. It is purple. It is fantastic. And if you have articulated Ultra Magnus hands, it sits perfectly in the palm of it. Oh, it wow. So,
2: so that's in... Is that actually in every QuakeWave box? Or is no, that just he, the one that he sends you?
0: This guy included it. He said he found it in a knickknack shop. And then ah, he sends right, them okay. out with the figures that he sells. But I am just after as many of these I get. Obviously, I received these for the fans' toys and Insecticons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Little plastic dealies. Fair enough. But this, just from every angle, looks incredible. And I want like a dozen more of them.
3: <laughs> that's how you've got to wipe all the fingerprints off it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's
0: why I uh, give it a wipe yeah. and give it back to Ultra Magnus because he doesn't have fingerprints. Mm, he can hold it.
2: Yeah, and, and also he does that. He does actually like to keep things meticulously clean.
0: Yes, yes, that is one of the best <laughs> character traits ever introduced to him.
2: All right, um, we're going to move on to the next the next post, which is some official official product art for Brainstorm. Obviously, as we're looking out there now, these to me seem like they're likely to be renders. Although that one's a very a very good render.
4: Yeah, um, it It's a mix. That one's a real one, but I know I think the ones from Cybertron Con were renders. Hmm.
2: Mm, yeah. So, um, so the heads are obviously. I stand
0: renders. correct. Okay. I stand mean, that's a render. That's the most rendered render I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so these a lot of these guys we've we've seen in the previous post there. This
0: is the funny thing as well is that the render of the Shakticons actually looks less charming and less engaging than the actual pictures of the figure. Because that's what sold me on the Shakticons. I heard about them, and when I saw them in the plastic, mmm, beautiful. Had to have mm. them. The renders well, they, make them look kind of bad.
2: Well, so they've got, you know, transparent green eyes where there's a gold one on the uh, on the actual figure that we saw on the stand. Mmm. Yeah. Um the render for Megatron looks way better than the actual figure does it's still
0: yes it junk, does though. it doesn't it doesn't there's a lot you know, like like you said there's a lot of junk on it. if you yeah. like if you were to basically zoom in on individual parts of Megatron and just look at them as sections rather than seeing it as Megatron, you'd see a lot of
2: mess oh like, like, it, I, I've been saying since this was revealed that there's a lot of mess on it. I don't like that chest plate at all no um, it, it just doesn't it doesn't see very well with me.
3: And the um the shoulder tabs too, like he at least he a black blast thing. We've seen they the same grey plastic as the rest of it. But... Mm. Mm. Yeah, it at looks at like there's some serious kibble up. on the back of his wrists as well.
2: Yeah, 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 there is the uh, back of his forearm on the left. Yeah, um, disappointing, in that. yeah. disappointing in that figure. There is that alt oh, mode. blitzwing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, look, it's blitzwing. Yeah, and that chest. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm not so, really okay. saying that. It probably, probably
0: look, would have looked better if they didn't put the little person cockpit on top yeah. of the gun. It's just odd.
2: That's the can case with just... most, of these, most of the cockpits for these figures, though. Like, the place that the figures insert into them, it just looks awkward. Mm.
4: Can we just call this guy shit Thing?
0: <laughs> Truthfully, I,
4: I want to see this
0: figure... Ship. I want to see the figure to understand the engineering that's involved. That's about it. Also, when you take... When you take the arm cannon off the front of the tank, it has the most hilariously pathetic gun I have ever seen on a tank ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that like is um, compensating for something. But say this Mark is one. the guy that doesn't want to get in cha- doesn't want to get changed in the gym change rooms in front of other people because he's just afraid that someone <laughs> will see him.
3: <laughs> and it's one of the things you don't blame him for it either. I wanna say purple, sandy colour. Yep.
2: Yeah, so there's a, there's a few Titan Masters in here as well. I think by and large, there's not much that we haven't already seen there. Um, that that brainstorm is really growing on me. Yeah,
3: interesting mm-hmm. that it's here seen and before in individual package because originally it was only going to be part of that um, that freed pack set for SDCC. It wasn't going to be sold separately.
2: Oh, look, I, I think I think at the time that that was uh, revealed. In fact, if you if you look very carefully, that you can actually see the point where the sticky tape uh, goes around. Yeah, around the side.
0: Now there was one uh, thing I, I did. Sure. I did just want to quickly bring up with everyone here. Mm. Was everyone else here aware that the SDCC exclusive version of uh, Sentinel Prime, the mm. big orange scary yeah. guy, traffic current Was
2: everyone here?
0: aware that the SDCC exclusive version was actually transparent orange plastic.
2: I did yep. hear that a couple yes. of weeks ago,
0: yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, it wasn't entirely transparent, but it was, it was a good... Not entirely, but it's a safe bet <laughs> to say about 90% of it. Because, mm. I mean, I didn't go to SDCC in the hopes of buying exclusive Transformers because the Sentinel, the Sentinel Prime set was interesting and Fort Max wouldn't fit in my case, but when I saw that it was transparent orange... It actually oh, turned me it's... off him in, entirely.
2: Oh right. Oh, I see. Because usually usually people see transparent versions of figures and they're like, oh yeah, I want that.
0: It depends what it is and what the reason for it is. I mean, if you get a transparent Starscream, ah, ghost of Starscream, interesting. Mm-hmm. This was just sort of oddly translucent sentinel just because
2: for, no for no good reason, really, yeah. Well
0: oh, that's the thing, the other two figures in the packaging, like that's the other thing. It comes with Windblade and it comes with Brainstorm. They're not transparent. Why? No, no yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, why? They're not why transparent. Have they like them if, all if it was the three figures and they're all transparent, it would just be some kind of weird triple pack of, hey, here's some cool translucent dudes. But you get this tr- transparent Voyager of a new Titans Return figure that you kind of maybe want the normal version of. You get It'll the Robots really in Disguise It'll stop deluxe of Windblade. And then you get Brainstorm. Mm, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I got a feel for what was popular just by seeing, you know, what people were walking around with at the con. I can safely say I did not see many of those at all.
2: Mm. Yeah, it, it's, it feels like something that they may have just sort of thrown together in the hopes of creating something that might have been considered exclusive.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, Fort Max is just a big deal. I mean, there was Metroplex was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive just not that long ago with the chrome finish and the the mm. repper labels, and it's, it's just. Those so cannons, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> speaking of, I did actually see somebody selling that figure, New Inbox, for five hundred dollars US
2: at wow. Comic Con. Yeah, he, oh. he's uh, he's appreciated definitely.
0: Ah, this and the box was just beautiful to look at. Mm. Mm, but yeah, definitely Sentinel just wasn't doing it for me, which is a shame because I would have loved to pick up. I mean, that's the funny thing is I came back from San Diego Comic Con. And I won more Transformers-related swag than I bought.
4: (laughs) Go figure. Seems like both Hasbro's um, Transformers and Marvel
0: exclusives were pretty much duds this year. Yeah, it's a sad thing, but it happens. I mean, to be honest, just as a very quick note, I will tell you that the one exclusive toy that completely blew everyone else to the water and just had scalpers on the street trying to sell it and people desperately trying to buy it was the the Nika... uh, arcade
2: turtles. Mm, oh, so yeah, there's been, yeah. there's a uh, lot of love for turtles around at the moment. So oh, yeah, it,
0: yeah. they were good figures. I can say that. Like they will probably stole the show. So
2: we're gonna change gears a little bit, out of uh, Titans Return, and start talking about the uh, Generations Alt Mode figures. Um, <laughs> these guys have these guys have huge heads and tiny bodies. Um, and Looking at that right there, there's an acid storm. So uh, that means Max is all in on this line. <laughs> but um... <laughs> yeah, they're pretty just cute. Hope they... They're not
4: blind packed. Oh, Powell. they will
3: be. You better believe. Uh,
2: oh, I think you'll find they are.
3: Oh, this is going to be fun. That mm. cliff jumper's got Valentine's Day written all over it.
2: It does, <laughs> is not it? You just, have to, you just have to change his little Autobot insignia to a love heart. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. When I saw Aww. these
0: guys, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I don't usually yeah. go for this kind of stuff. And I mean, we've seen the loyal subjects do sort of the big heads and the little bodies, and they're a bit hit and miss. But these guys just, you know, figures that you keep on your desk at work. Hmm. Yeah, Plus these guys opera. would. Do pretty yeah.
2: They just
3: stick their head on top. Load.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they transform. Mm. So yeah, I, I I gotta say I, oh, I look at like, Bumblebee. Like, I know I look at him. Right? Oh, oh he's so happy. <laughs> I like he's some of these head sculpts. Around. Like look that that there, that's that's a good take, Megatron. It's a as a good lot of head sculpts. Megatron <laughs> has um Megatron has lips. It's kind of interesting.
0: Big weird robot <laughs> lips.
2: Yeah, big if big robot lips. Yeah.
0: If that's Megatron's
4: lips, can you imagine an overlord in this line?
0: <laughs> it depends on how big <laughs> his smirk is.
3: Mm. <laughs> uh, I'd um, if, if you could take the insignia off, I reckon they just this display a lot better without the bottle Decepticon. Especially yeah, that. Especially like when Megatron's yeah. the same colour. If you scroll up a
0: bit, I think they're hinged. Have oh, a look okay. at the rear, the rear thing of it. Yeah, mm. they're actually hinged, so you can sit them down. Yeah, yeah, no, nice. It's like, oh, you'd think all the cons would be purple. It is it, odd how it, some of them are grey, some of them are red, and some of them are purple. I don't know whether that's maybe they're just test shots, like they're just test samples they were showing at the show, so they might not be finished, but
3: yeah, 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 yeah. no, I don't agree. Good. I hope to see some of these getting out soon.
2: So they, they these guys are already at retail overseas. Um, I don't know if they're actually going to come here or not, but... Um, mm. I may pick up a couple when I go overseas.
0: Just to address the whole blind boxing thing, at least one thing I've noticed with Hasbro and the companies that they do get to do blind boxes for is that they do also quite often offer a range of options where you can just buy the figure you want, which is quite good. I mean, Loyal Subjects, mm-hmm. for example, they do sort of like, here's the entire set of the Constructicons, or, you know, buy a set of three Insecticons, you know, instead of having to dig through all the blind boxes. There's also the the little Mighty Heads or whatever they were called. I can't remember. The even oh the smaller ones. Oh wait.
2: You know those, what I'm talking you, about those. Do you mean the 30th anniversary ones?
0: Yeah, those yeah. ones. There were blind oh, boxes yeah, of those, but yeah. they just sold flat out the characters you want mint on a sealed card. You could just buy yeah. the guy you wanted, and the best thing about that is that you could actually go right. I want G1 Megatron. I don't want Dark of the Moon Megatron. So, you just buy it. And do you know what's even better? Is that if you like those figures for whatever reason, they are still at the reject shop. Mm
2: -hmm. Yep. You
3: can buy them dirt cheap, get the ones you want, and mm, if you like them, they're yours. I got a box of them here. I got brought off someone in the group for like 10 bucks. (laughs) Yep. Some of them are quite good. I love the Soundwave one. He looks great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's some nice little molds in amongst them, just like these guys. Hmm.
2: Last bit of uh, last bit of uh, Comic Con Titans Return news. Uh, this is Wave Two. Um, sound, so Blaster is, I believe, a part of Wave One. Soundwave is in Wave Two, and uh, I think the general consensus is that people prefer Soundwave over Blaster. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I think that Blaster had a bit of an odd head, to be honest. Yeah, because yeah. sort of sunk yeah. a bit in, but Soundwave nails it. Just mm. perfect. Yeah. Good looking pair of figures. Um,
4: there like, a,
2: there's an Astrotrain as well.
4: That's there is the. Astro um,
2: train. Is is that the, the the wrist swivel you were you were referring to earlier, Ash, as well?
0: No, I'm actually saying that some of the deluxe figures have wrist swivels. Oh.
2: Mm. Mm. Okay.
0: Yeah, it seems like on in
4: Combined Wars they try to make a waist swivel, a sort of uniform thing mm. Uh, mm. on deluxes, yeah. and never gone for a whisk, wrist swivel instead.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm played with Sentinel Prime, but I have that crutch pegs together a bit better than what that one was.
0: Yeah, that's the big thing about figures that do the whole split down the middle thing is that yeah. if they don't have good pegs, it's going to be a bad time. Yeah, yeah, my, uh, my do Wars. Are, yeah, are we looking at Mindwipe now? Yeah,
2: Mindwipe. He's got a really blocky face.
0: He does. He's got a great purple on him though, but just well, actually. Kind of I was going to say, I did actually, I've seen this figure transformed, and I know that the entire head just hinges away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like it just folds away.
2: Nice. And so this is, you can see Chromedome there, and that's, that's Weird Wolf, Weird right? Wolf? And Is it Weird Wolf or Wired
0: Wolf? Uh, I, yeah, I, it I, I, I think I Wired it... uh,
2: no, I, well, I think it depends on depends on how much of a um how much of a typo someone makes when they're typing up the news, doesn't
4: it? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's character difference. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. weird, Wolf, but then in the line they're calling it Wolf Wire because they don't have a line. That's, oh, that's where I, I got
2: it.
0: Yeah, yeah, Wolf Wire. I knew the name was changed. Another interesting figure, but just really well made. I mean, you can see both there the alt mode, you can see the the actual bot form. Really really good. I mean, even just that sort of sword accessory that he gets for the tail, yeah. again, it's fairly detailed for something that you know, if, if it was Combiner Wars you know what the weapons were like and that. You wouldn't mm-hmm. expect much from it, but they really knocked it out of the park for these ones. Yeah. Plus yeah, the, that, blue, the that, blue might that break might up might the
3: yellow nicely. Mm. Yeah. Ah, Ravage. Oh, uh,
2: ravage. Why does Ravage turn into a plane? Poor we Ravage. We knew it
3: was coming. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's
0: because the cassette bots all turn into three things. It's the same reason that Buzzsaw turns into some weird wheelie tank thing. With only half treads. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, exactly.
2: <laughs> Alright, look uh, we are at the we're at the end of the Comic Con Comic Con reveals for Titans. Um I kind of feel like we could do a couple more news stories but I think we are I think we are at the point where it is nearly midnight as we record late on a Friday night and I think we I think we need to sort of bring the hammer down on the show but <laughs> let's go let's go for one more news story this one broke today.
0: Ah mm. oh, yes. At, yes, yes um,
2: uh, I believe this was at the uh, at the uh, ACG Con in uh, which is currently going on in Hong Kong. Uh, Hasbro is showing off Masterpiece Thrust and a new reveal of Masterpiece Dirge. So the yep. final Conehead is coming, and uh, yeah, it's it's the first public reveal of them. No information on when it's going to be up for order yet, but uh, you would have to imagine they're not going to be far off. Mm-hmm. And so Thrust, I got to say, Thrust is looking fantastic. That that jet mode, I'm I'm really up on that jet mode. Michael, like um,
3: all three, they've done a great job on the jets.
2: Yeah, this is, this is obviously
3: yeah. like the fake nose. Mm.
2: That's the true. The fake nose modes is like it might
3: look
4: as good as, not as for older MP11 molds, but yeah, those jets look perfect.
3: Mm. Yeah. I don't know where City. they're getting the purple for the kneecaps from because the G1 version doesn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of it's I think, I think they just from? needed
0: a splash of something, so this went for it.
3: yeah. That doesn't, especially on Frost, that just really doesn't look...
0: It'll probably be a sticker sheet, so you can just not put yeah, it on. Yeah, if it's not there. See, now, I'm one of those people that I don't actually own a single seeker when it comes to oh, the Masterpiece so figures.
2: I was, I was going to ask this. Go on. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't actually own a single seeker. And it's it's not, not because I don't like them. It's not because I have something against them. It's because I know it's a slippery slope. Yeah. When you own one. Suddenly you own two. It's like, oh I got Starscream. I might as well get Skywarp. Now I need Thundercracker, so all three of them are there. And the Coneheads heads are pretty nice. And Acid Storm looks good. Yeah, Sunstorms are pretty yellow. Next thing you know that's all you own, but
2: And then you've got the ghost Starscream as well. Yeah, and now, Cor- and now
0: I now I need one for Coronation and then... Yeah. But Thrust. It's... I can say without a shadow of a wow. doubt that when it comes to people that are both planes and robots, Thrust was always my favourite. And that's why I was so disappointed when I saw the figure and I went, damn it, it's really good. (laughs) So so, there's... Don't be the courtesy of me.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. So if you look at the... There is sort of a bit of a classic MP11... Mold issue showing up on thrust as well, in that uh, they've raised his arm and it's it's sort of pulled up the, the chest part of the front. Yeah. But, um,
0: yeah, which is that's a massive problem. It's another reason why I haven't rushed out to buy seekers, is because depending on how you pose them, they have that really awful moment where sort of the entire middle hinge comes out. Mm-hmm. They do that if you pick them up on the chest, too. Yeah, I, I know yeah. that because a friend of mine does have a star scream and I was like, hey, can I give it a go? He's like, yeah, sure. And I picked it up and went. <laughs> He's twice as tall now, and he's like, it's fine. Yeah, it's you'd, think,
4: you'd think with all the molding like, that they've done on these two new figures, they could at least just put a tab in there.
2: Yeah, yeah. I know, right? I, like, that, sure, it would compromise, I
0: guess, the perfect form of the front of the jet mode, but at the same Get time, on the back. it's like, on the back. Just, there's one little, one tiny little peg. Just, it would improve the figure 200%, I'll say it. Yeah,
3: yep.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, um so yeah, Dirge Dirge made it out today. Um, no ordering information yet. Um look at these believe... cannons. I he's know they pack look awesome in he's packing some serious heat
0: on those arms.
2: And so um yeah, so look you would have to assume that it'll be the usual um the usual Sakaratomi mall and you know, there'll be a Chinese release as well. So that'll mm-hmm. be the one that comes with the coins.
0: I'll yeah. say, I'll promise this is my last San Diego Comic-Con story, but I will say that obviously looking around at all the different vendors and such and looking for stuff to buy, I sort of reached the last day of the con. I still had about 200 something dollars that I hadn't spent yet. And I came across somebody selling Masterpiece Skywarp. Hmm. Cool. Hmm. And so I asked him, how much was it? They said $250. And I was like...
2: So, $11 Australian dollars.
0: Basically, yeah, $11 billion. But it was sort of a case of, I could eat tonight, I could have Skywarp. I could eat tonight, or I could have Skywarp. And there's like a little devil on my shoulder saying, you could sell Skywarp, because it's one of the ones that people want. Angel's like, but you could also, you know, eat for the next couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily enough, the decision was made for me. A lovely, balding gentleman who was twice my size said, how much for the Skywarp? So $250 he said I'll give you 200 and they did it so oh shit, wow. <laughs> yeah, swooped right in <laughs> so yeah another reason why I don't own any seekers because I'm too damn slow because <laughs> bolding gentlemen just
4: keep on coming in oh, yeah, and buying oh
0: yeah I think he needed it more than me
2: hey, yeah no it it sounds like he uh it sounds like he did. <laughs> especially with that accent.
0: how much for this guy or I'll give you 200. Okay.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to draw a line onto things. Um, we haven't going for a while, and we are, it is getting late, so I, I feel like we should probably pick up the stuff that we have missed next week. Yep. The, the news is not going to go anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what do you guys think?
0: There's yep. just going to be more of it.
2: Yeah there'll be a little bit more next week I'm sure but I kind of feel like you know they've they've done all these reveals now and so like they have to give us a week off. Yeah.
3: yeah a lot of it's yeah a lot of it's sort of CAD or whatever else so we'll see prototypes or painted painted pictures of bots coming up in the next yeah. few the
0: weeks. So. There's a lot of stuff that's being shown off that I kind of I mean like the Sharktacons in particular I need to see the product pictures because yeah sometimes the renders don't do much for me, but seeing the actual finished product, I'm like, hmm, if they can get it even half as good as that,
3: I'm all in. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think, um, so, we haven't actually talked much about the the third-party reveals from TFCon, so we'll have a go at doing, we'll have a go at covering those next week. Um, Being third-party releases, they're going to take about 12 months before they actually get released anyway, so (laughs) we have time. Uh, We have time to go through those. Absolutely. um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how we go with that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll aim to do some TFCon stuff next week, and um, probably a little bit more Titans Return stuff because there are some Tomy stories on that side as well.
4: Yeah, we got the stuff from Cybertroncon Con as well. Oh God,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's come out today and everything as well too. So yeah, there'll be there'll be there'll be enough to talk about next week, I'm sure.
0: There is like, no um, mercy on our wallets. They will not no. let us rest. Oh, no no, no. The,
2: the my wallets my wallet is screaming is actually my wallet is screaming and um, you'll find out next week why when we do uh, <laughs> new acquisitions but yeah I, I, I spent a lot of money on a transformer this week and um, not entirely sure if I should have. <laughs> Just be grateful there's no one home to kick you
3: out. Excellent. So, next
0: week when we do the podcast, we'll see how underfed and emaciated you look, and we might have to do a <laughs> donation drive at the week to please send two minute noodles to Jason please, so we just. Please,
2: please save Jason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Look, that's going to be it. So, uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, not sure what events are coming up for the week ahead. It's been a busy couple of weeks in terms of cons. We haven't even talked about Nerdmania. It was a bit, it was quite a lot of fun. Um, but uh, I, th- I think Brad, you asked a question last week about um, how people feel about conventions, and I think that might be that might be good good fodder for discussion next week in light of Nerd uh, Nerdmania. And Ellie said Nerdcon. Yeah. Con, but yeah. <laughs> yeah point of, point of <laughs>
3: expectations from attendees, so I think that mm. so that's alright. We can get into it next week.
2: Cool. All right, um, that is it. Uh, off the shelf is the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. You can find our website at transformerscca.com. It's got links to everything we do. There's the uh, the Facebook discussion group, the buy, sell, trade group, the Twitter site, the podcast page, the YouTube page, everyone, all of that. You can find it all on the website. The podcast is on iTunes. Please go over there and give us a review. Hopefully it's a good one. The link is on the website. And, uh, yeah, you will you'll find the podcast on youtube in video form and uh, as a special bonus for people who watch it on youtube it tends to be in uncut video form so um, you get a little bit of uh, a little bit of chatter before and after the show so yeah. i don't special know special bonus on. <laughs> it's
4: a special oh, bonus just for you it's the extended edition you, you, you so never much. knew you wanted
2: <laughs> which ash transforms what figure is that live you
0: do i'm not doing go live I mean, as much as I'd like to, but I'm not going to. Damn, he's a big figure. He's a big boy, and I love he's him for a, it.
3: He does. Third
4: party in. Masterpieces on a live podcast at
0: midnight. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, oh, just wait. We'll do a speed well. transforming session at some point. Everybody line up with your MP10. Ready, set, go. Uh,
2: you also have to, you actually have to force everyone to have a drink first as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be interesting. Drunk, speed, transforming, and everybody has to transform. DX nine, uh, <laughs> Chigger, and
2: anything. anything. Drunk, <laughs> speed, transforming. There'll just be a gradual, gradual pile of shit next to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Until eventually, once you've had nine or ten shots, you get to do X transports, Apollyon, and if you break it, <laughs> you lose. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep. All right. Uh, that is going to be. It, it is. It is actually just. It is just past midnight as we're as we're recording. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week.
3: Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, Yes. Good, good like, having, yeah, yeah. Ash, thank,
2: thank. you. For, thank you for joining us as well. Um, I, ho- I hope we can do it again soon. <laughs> Why not? Awesome. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Goodbye, everyone.
3: See ya. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off The Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our Off The Shelf page. Hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, you can send email to transformerscca@gmail.com, at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all are one.